On this episode of We're No Damn Experts, Rebecca and Madi have a Great Falls champion on who discusses the upcoming BMW MOA rally this summer and their love for the community. Best damn podcast, the best damn town. You want to get up, get ready to get down. Welcome to the greatest damn town in Montana, Great Falls. I'm Rebecca Ingham. And I'm Maricela Hazard. And we're no damn experts. Today, we have the honor of having a guest in our studio that used to be my right-hand person. The adventurer that was always up to trying everything would have been my sponsored athlete at Highline Climbing and been proud of it. (laughs) Thanks. No <laughs> Thanks shade. for throwing me under the bus. <laughs> Anytime. And former employee, sales director, and content director, Jake Bash. Welcome to the podcast. You guys, this is revolutionary for me. Yes. I mean, I am only a little bit miffed because when I first started with Rebecca, I was like, you know what we should do? We should do a podcast. And she was like... Get out of my office and go back to work. (laughs) Now, I have given every other staff person credit for this when I pitched the idea. They're like, oh, it's a great idea. It's a great idea. Like, yeah, it came like five years ago. Yeah. (laughs) It's not anything new. (laughs) We just finally had money to be able to spend to get our fancy, you know, (laughs) closet set up. uh, Podcasts are famously a visual medium. So, like, I'm sure all of you listeners can see the studio right now. But it is fancy up in this closet. Okay, you can't lie to them because I shared a video of what the podcast looked like on our Facebook. And I think we even pointed out the yellow stain in the center of the moving. I mean, it was, it exceeded my expectations. Well, you know. For sure. Like we said, it was a closet, and now here we are. We have art with with clothing, clothing on it. it. No, it's great. It's great. And there's a warm blanket. This is exactly what I want from my like novice yeah. startup podcast operation. Like you're doing the most. And we've gotten better since Jason came on board because <laughs> <laughs> we weren't we didn't sound super good, and it was a lot because we had our mics in the wrong position, and we didn't have anything hanging anywhere shout out to jason yeah thanks jason we appreciate it we have these foam boards in here that come out of the pelican case that holds all the trade shows (laughs) (laughs) so it's a it's a quality operation down here we've talked about it yeah use what you got though yeah use what you got so rebecca said that you were the sales director and the content director and for the listeners that don't haven't picked this up yet I'm now the content director. So I've never really worked directly. I I haven't worked directly with Jake. We've never been employed at the same time. However, I met you because my work phone was your work phone. Yes. And you infamously used it for personal reasons. Yes. Which was an allowed purpose. It was an allowed purpose for the record. It was allowed, but I'm not saying that it's not annoying. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Okay, mom. (laughs) (laughs) And that you still use your Jake 
email address. Oh, I don't, though. Okay, well, Expedia, some, Rent-A-Cars, um, your LinkedIn. Okay, well, you can't That was say- my business email address. What was I supposed to do? And those Book- are business... Purchases. Okay. I still got, what was her name? Des. Dorothy. Dorothy. I got Dorothy's emails for years. But you, I was getting emails saying that you missed a toll ticket. And that was from when I was employed and you no longer were. And then who puts puts their work email on LinkedIn and then leaves the job? Oh, (laughs) that's, okay. Well, I did not get this job because I was a professional, first <laughs> off. Okay, and I would be the first one. I would be the first one to admit that. I got this job because I loved Gray Falls more than anyone else in this community and still do. So Mari said yeah. to that. Okay. <laughs> you can take your professionalism and uh, you know, it's gonna get you far. It's gonna get you far. But I still I still love this community. I would argue more than most. Okay. Well, I mean, that's why we have you on here. Amen. <laughs> But I, I do need to reset my Apple account when this is over. Okay. So. so we're still getting Kristen's Toyota warranty information. Goodness, so. Kristen. And she was the first staff person to get the lecture of keep your business and personal work separate. Don't use your work email to get your hair Appointment notifications. I still get hair appointment notifications from someone else. And I called the salon. I was like, I don't have these appointments. Just remove this from my life. She's like, I don't have any hair. Okay. (laughs) This makes me really, this is triggering every time it happens. Okay. So you were the content director. Now I am. And, but we do have a new sales director. He is Jason. You met him just now, but he is now taking on a project that you started. Yes. Um, he's taking over BMW Motorcycle Rally, BMW OA of America. That was really, I think, one of our Rebecca and I's first big wins. <laughs> that was a huge one. I was. I joined the team. Really, uh, we were a startup. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. we were proving a new product or a service in a very uns, a very uncertain market with extreme <laughs> intensity. You know, like. The market was improving and like we were seeing other communities have success. And so when I joined, Rebecca was like three years young into this work. And we, I mean, not to make excuses for myself, but some of those business and employee and HR processes, they were just not even set up yet. (laughs) We were still putting systems in place. And we really, the mantra at the table was we really just need to put uh, some points on the board. We yep. need to prove this concept. And and that was, you know, difficult for me because I was just excited to be here, you know. And I was a fledging, you know, person in my education and I had some professional experience, but I had never really done – I mean, I was a gamble, really, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> still are. But still – definitely still are. Um, come by it honestly. Always will be. And – but we really just needed to – Prove that Great Falls could land something of the the size of BMW and the capacity, which we knew in-house. But that's the job of sales is to yep. be able to, you know, deliver that product in a way that is consumable to the marketplace. And so I think we had a couple, you know, Montana wins. So like the Montana Aviation Convention was kind of the the first, first big, big win. first big win that, you know, really was a good practice run at sitting down with the meeting planner and saying like, no, this is going to work. And then they would, you know, give you the, the pushback and the feedback. And it's like, no, no, this is going to work. You know, this is X, Y, and Z. And so 
going off of that momentum, we really needed to bring in something national, something that would give us some credence and credibility to a national meeting planner. So. And we had an interim win that Jake was able to land, which was the 2019 Beer Now conference. Okay. Yeah. And that was really difficult because, for me at least, because it wasn't, it was a national conference, but it didn't have the the national authority of uh, or the organizing authority that something like BMW has, you know? And so as we really, honestly, as I fumbled through beer now, it was definitely an RFP that was allowed us to flex our creativity, but necessarily didn't, we didn't sharpen our pragmatism in a way that I, I think I, I now look back and I wish we would have, or wish I would have. BMW really sat at that crux of pragmatism and creativity, which when I was back on the team, that was really what we were trying to do in-house from uh, from a, a staff pam- a standpoint. So when we, each one we land, we improve our processes and our systems and add in, well, we're going to do reference checks when we land things, really talk to the other communities that were a part of it and start really learning. And we had a great mentor in in the billings market that would review stuff for us and go, yeah, this would be a good one for you to cut your teeth on so we could learn how to go through this process. And then and then <laughs> we get the opportunity for BMW Motorcycle Owners Association. And that one was, ooh, <laughs> we had done enough that we knew kind of what we were doing yeah. what we were supposed to be doing but enough that you knew that you needed to know more yeah yeah but and also though i do i don't want to discredit our noviceness because it allowed us to innovate mm-hmm. i really do believe that it yep. allowed us to look at our resources and the resources of our competitors and say okay how can we push this concept in a way that we're consulting them Instead of just, you know, here's our community, take it or leave it, you know. And I think that was really what that passion, that commitment to partnering with them and consulting them on how to use our community. I really do believe that that was what pushed them over the edge to say to say yes. And I think really you can consult anyone on how to use our community because I was out with a group of friends and I was telling Rebecca about this and a lot of them didn't know. How to enjoy Great Falls. Yeah, absolutely. And every time I'm met with, well, what about this? Yeah. Oh, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Yeah. No, this is how you use it. Like, let me hold your hand. You're going to love this. Yeah. And they eventually had a great night, but it was just the unknown that they didn't put the effort in to know. Yeah. No, it's funny because... So Rebecca hired me with an associate's degree and I was really just quite the associate, you know, like I was fledgling at best, young, dumb, like I was just like, but just confident enough to get the job done, you know, definitely faking it till I make it, you know. So I apologize about my recurring emails because that really is a byproduct. I was a young, young professional. But to your testament, when you left, you said these are the things that would improve. You need to, you know, get some of the stuff together so that when new people show up, we have a better plan of how to orient them and get them on board. So now we have a sheet. Yeah, now we have a sheet. I love it. (laughs) I love it. So when we were, it is, it was so fun to be able to, you know, practice in in Great Falls. And I still credit it to growing me into the now very still young 
still young as I am today, <laughs> um, uh, young in spirit. But learning that, you know, this community was, is still such a blank canvas, which I always saw as a positive. And I got to practice that, you know, professionalism here. But learning how to use something creatively, that was always my, my niche, you know, like yep. learning how to flip, let's flip this conversation, like with your friends. Okay, so you see this as a weakness, or I see weakness, I see opportunity. And I'm just dumb enough and positive enough to find that spin. And that's really the fun part of Great Falls is finding that spin. Or I'm smart enough to be positive. Yeah. Because yeah. I well, think it takes a smart person yeah. to know what to be positive about. Yeah, I mean, all self-deprecation aside, it was it was fun. And we were being smart about it. And we were being strategic about it. And I think that's really why BMW is is headed to Montana, which is which is great. Yeah, and we are still working on inviting them into our city. Yeah. In February, we yeah. had a photo shoot for BMW. Oh, that's so fun. This photo shoot, I realized I'm too old to lift mermaids, and that is uh, not necessarily something I thought would have happened. Yeah, in yeah. my career path, where you're like, okay, you're gonna spend the day lifting mermaids. Yeah, but- I mean, I remember back in the day, you were just hucking those mermaids. <laughs> it was so impressive. You just. But the photo shoot was absolutely impressive. We had a partner that offered up Jason's connection, Paint Bay, in a. Auto body studio yeah, or Jer- auto body. Jeremy from Three Way Auto Body. Oh. So he's like, come on in. And so you have all this stark white so that we could take photos that then could be photoshopped into certain areas. And then after we did all the white backdrop photos and and Maddie takes all the photos because she came to us as a photographer. We worked with Giant Spring State Park. <laughs> Got his permit there. To take the BMW motorcycle down to the water and put mermaids on the bike in the snow. Now, granted, it had warmed up beyond the negative 40 below that it was the week before. Yeah. But it was only like five. Yeah, it's five. (laughs) And we're putting mermaids. Wow. Well, yeah. So that's why we had to use the auto body shop because it was so cold out and to get these shots with mermaids and to keep them alive, you know, (laughs) that's her main goal. I mean, they're, uh, you know, they're on the endangered species list. (laughs) So we take all these photos, practice all our poses, and then we head out there and these girls were troopers. They, they, uh, they were ready for it. Oh, yeah. And once they're in their tails... They can't move. Yeah, and famously. so we're <laughs> picking <laughs> them up and carrying them off and on the bikes. Oh, and my god! Putting them down on the ground and getting them to benches. And So Sandy says to us, does anyone need a glitter note? Yeah. <laughs> like an excuse from life saying, hi, I'm covered in, in glitter. glitter. Yeah. Because I was picking, to because yeah. I was picking up and moving a mermaid, not for the other reason you may think. Oh, I love that. So it was a blast. We had a ton of fun. We had our uh, BMW rider, Russ. Yep. He was on his bike, and thankfully, he was was a trooper, too. He wore all of his gear, and yeah, he's going to be in an ad. Yeah. Yeah, no, and it's going to sell, too. And one of the things that you had suggested that become part of our MO with BMW, Maddie's going to be coordinating all of the social media posts on the BMW channel. Oh, that's great. 
Yeah. Promoting Great Falls. And so we've got that taken care of. Jason and Kristen really leveraged the community partnerships to raise some sponsorship opportunities and create more of that environment. We'll have the trolley that runs through the community, taking people from the rally site downtown. Super excited about it. Yeah. See, that's because I had the opportunity to visit the previous destination. And so... It was cool because we had pitched these ideas and they really, they bought them. They, and I don't know if they bought the ideas or the energy behind them, but however they came to the point of purchase, they got there, you know. But then when I went, really it was to welcome them, but also to have, you know, boots and eyes on the ground to think, okay, are these product features going to work? Are they are these things that they're going to want to see? And so when... I visited with, you know, attendees and writers. That was really the key complaint was we, there's no local community to to engage with. You know, we want to have some beverages and we don't, you know, we want to, we're a family friendly brand. So we want to do this responsibly. And so when I, you know, when came back, it was like, okay, this is something that I've now seen. There is a want, there is a demand for it. Let's, let's build it because we know we, we know we can, we know we have all these assets and these partnerships available to us. So whenever I talk with Matt's at Jolene from Keller guys, they're super excited for BMW to come this way. And like Rebecca said earlier, we think your sole visit is not to be on the podcast, but to visit Kellergeist in its original location before it goes to intermission <laughs> status. Yeah. Well, I just finished interviewing Jolene uh, Shelper for m- one of my college projects. And that is still my, like, one of my f- claims to fame. And now it's like, it's about to enter into a time capsule and be sealed up forever. I is know. that we were some of the first people to sit down at the mini bar in Kellergeist. And I will take that to my grave. Yeah. Yeah. That is a point of pride for me. We had Mats and Jolene on, and we were talking about kind of the changes that are going to happen and and how they try to capture some of the things that became so unique to the place as it is, like the chicken coop and the multiple tables and just the experience that has been there. But I really think it's the people there that will continue to have that environment, even even in, in an expanded space. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking today of just the concept of the – so I work in a restaurant right now as I'm finishing my degree, and I work in a a very front-facing tourism industry. So I work at a ski lodge, and so tons of tourists all the time. And so I sat down with, you know, Jolene from Colorgeist, and usually at the typical Montana restaurant, the host is the lowest person on the totem pole. They are the peon. They are the pawn. They are a high school student and they barely know what they're doing. And they're supposed to bust and wipe your tables, get in, get out. Maybe you tip them $5 a night. And that's the job of the host. And it was just such a cool model that the host of the Keller guys is the owner of the restaurant. It's the person with the most power and leveraging that host mentality of like, we are entertainers. It just improves the brand so much. You just, yeah. I, I feel so much value when I walk through those doors. And the, co- I mean, the product speaks for itself, but I, I would be lying if I wasn't going there to be hosted, to be sat at someone's random table, to be encouraged to talk to the person next to me. And mm-hmm. that's just, that's what I fell in love with at, yeah. at KGT. Well, whenever, like in the summer, 
when they're open at 4 p.m. and I'm leaving work. And I'm like, wow, they have their pedlet out. I really yeah. want to stop and have a beer. But I'm, it's the only it's only me. Yeah. So I don't want to go there then because yeah. it's just me. One summer I went there and I had to buy a gift certificate for some giveaway. And Jolene and Matt's happened to be there. And Jolene's like, sit down with me, have a beer. And I was yeah. like, yes. <laughs> I am being entertained. <laughs> yeah, that's what – well, okay, so – I am still on my apostolic, you know, mission to introduce the world to Great Falls. Like, never stopped when you stopped paying me. I'm sorry, <laughs> you know. And so as I'm out and about, you know, travel. I mean, when I was in New Orleans, when I was traveling the country, you know, now in COVID, I'm hungering down in the western side of Montana. I'm still talking about Great Falls. My friends are so annoyed about hearing about Great Falls. They're like, please do not get him started about Great Falls. You know, I'm still just obsessed. And so when I tell people like, you got to go to the Keller guys, you know, come on. It's like, you know, uh, and uh, of course the sip and dip and you've got to go to Lewis and Clark, you know, the list goes on, you know, we can get into those. But if you go to the Keller Geist and you don't leave with a new connection, you don't leave with a new friend or a new Instagram buddy, Facebook, Twitter, you're doing it wrong. Yep. You're the one that's got the problem because <laughs> it is designed to integrate you into the into the community. And I really think that is why this community is still so important to me is integrating myself into it. You know, throwing myself into Integrate Falls is still why I love it, why I'm obsessed with it. So Jake was involved with an effort in our community called Basecamp. Okay, I've heard about this. To, yeah. To garner engagement. And really the idea, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but was to pledge Great Falls, almost like it's a fraternity or a sorority where you just say, I'm going to be this Great Falls champion and get engaged and find things that I want to do. I want to know what the hazing process was for this fraternity. Did yeah. you have to do like a Steinhold <laughs> you know, on a was, ball? You were a merman? Now looking back, now looking back, it's like it, hindsight is such 2020. It was a great, it was a great event, but it was also... We were like stacking marbles to get because it started off as an effort from the city and then an effort from the chamber and then from GFDA and then tourism. And there was 200 people at the first meeting. And so it was distilled down to an event that was run by 30 different voices, which is hard to do. You know, it's hard to keep on focus. So as much as, you know, I almost now looking back, I wish we would have kept more of that rush mindset. And I think that's a great event. But, you know, our event really, because it was inaugural, it was the first one. It really was this showcase. It was kind of trying to nip the problem in the bud of your friends not knowing what there is to do all in one location. Couple that with immediate connection, with leaving with a friend, uh, everyone that was volunteering went in with that host mentality. And it was a one-stop shop local expo of everything that is really in our community and and on display as well, people that are excited about it. It was always such a frustration point for me that our biggest critiques were not someone from outside of, of Great Falls. It was our neighbors. And so we, we wanted to introduce and integrate and and bring people along with us as we were 30 to 50 people strong that were really proud of our community and proud to live here. Mm-hmm. I think I think you kind of hit it on the head when when you mentioned like we're proud of what we have and what you can do. Yeah. But it's also a reminder that 
if you don't like what we have here, yeah, then we're not for you. Yeah, I'm sorry because we're trying to sell you on history with the Lewis and Clark yeah. trail, and you know that's just one touch of it. You have the Native American history here yeah. too, and the art history. We have plenty of art. If you don't like Western art, great. We have other types yeah. too. The culture behind it and all the outdoor activities to do. Yeah. And so if that's not for you, we're good, not for you. Yeah. It's just, you know, good yeah. luck finding somewhere where you are going to fit in. Because yeah. if you don't want coffee from Albanco, yeah. maybe I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, maybe there's just something <laughs> wrong with you. Not really. It's, it's just not a match. So yeah, it's just not a match. When people don't know what there is, some people get Great Falls and the people that do get it, they keep coming back. Because yeah. they want more. They know that, wow, there is so many more experiences. The um, rafting, for example, we had a champion on yesterday who told us about whitewater kayaking. Not rafting. I say rafting because I'm... Right. Whatever. Two different modes. Anyway, he's going down water. <laughs> and he's in a kayak. In a kayak. And how of an amazing experience this is. And then you have people that go on these hikes or that watch new murals unfold or get to participate in doing that. Yeah. And if people aren't excited about that, then I think you're going to want to visit somewhere else. Yeah. 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 And, I, I, and I've been to places where it just, it didn't match my personality. I've tried it twice. And I was yeah. like, nope, I don't like New York City. Yeah. Sorry. Just not yeah. for me. We I had mean, uh, Jerry Jennings come on and share uh, all the winter activities. The best. The funnest part of the podcast is Jerry just kept telling Maddie, you can do this. You can do this. You can do this. She was able to go snowshoeing. Yeah. Um, but our guest yesterday that was telling us about Sluice Box's kayak raft, kayaking the water, Maddie's like, no, I could, but I'm choosing not to. Yeah, yeah I don't want to die, okay? Yeah. Because... Other people can be successful with it, but yeah. not yours truly. Truly, you know, it's it's so funny because I am a metropolitan lady in in some sorts. I do <laughs> like the I like to pretend that I have the finer things in life yep. every now and again. It's nice, but I would be lying to say if I didn't love something that had intrinsic character and I could trace the lineage to, and I can, you know, really see myself in and turn around three times and it like. The, the culture is still so fresh and so new and the city is still so young. It's still at its, its inception point. And I think that was the thing that really raptured my creativity. When I put that together, that Great Falls is 140 years young. Yeah. You know, it's just in, in the grand scheme of world and global history, it's from a, you know, from the modern day perspective, obviously there was a, a beautiful indigenous history before a modern, you know, building was built. But from a modern day perspective, this place is so new and it's so for me and I can do whatever I want with it and put whatever creative spin on it. And I might be the first person in this, in this history to do it. It was this process of being a part of writing being a part of history in a place and making history in a place that just took over it it was that creative spin that there aren't many places left in the united states in the lower 48 so that that is really running out and that opportunity does exist in this community and i can literally talk about it all day long well jolene last year said let's do this greatest damn mimosa showdown yeah where she got eight other establishments on board. They're all going to compete. She set some guidelines. 
And it was a successful event. It happened right after the restaurants were able to open up again. People wanted to be outside and engaging with each other. So they sold over 2,000 mimosas that day. Not just Color Grace, but everyone. (laughs) And they would have sold more had they not had run out of champagne or Prosecco. Prosecco. There we go. I'm sorry, I only drink champagne, so I don't know how to say (laughs) that. (laughs) So it wouldn't even been bigger if they had more. So this year, she's like, hey, let's meet. I want a second version. And I'm like, yep, I'll I'll take the reins on this. You kind of got a lot going on. And we go to these new businesses and we say, we want to do this. Yeah. And we also want to do a pub crawl the night before. We also want to highlight brunch the night or the yeah. day after. And I met with yes all around. Yeah. The only reason someone would say no to me is because they were out of office. And yeah. I'm like, we'll get back to you soon. Yeah. But they're all willing to say yes and offer even more to do with it. Yeah. So having that creative energy and someone else lifting it up even higher, yeah. I get it. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I know all the other projects that we have in the works are just going to mirror that. Yeah. And I also am a nerd for infrastructure. I'm a nerd for Great Falls history. I'm a nerd that this city was built to be a city. And it's still a, it's still a town. But it has the bones to be a second wave Minneapolis. I mean, that was yep. what it was designed to be for. And so I just love the access to local businesses in a metropolitan environment, it is built to be a city. It is proximate. It is close. I live in, I live in a part of Montana where there are two bars and a very tiny grocery store that's way too expensive. And for me to get access to any of these things with the adventure component, I'm driving 25, 35, 40 minutes, you know, to do my shopping, to go to a locally owned restaurant that has a really high quality, quality product. And in Great Falls, it, it really is all in one place. I get the services and I get the things that I need to live my life and get my oil changed and all of those things. But I also have access to the Eastern Rocky Mountain Front and the Missouri River and the sluice boxes and the Great Plains. And all, you know, it's just such a beautiful com- combination from that, the fact that it is a city and it is built to be a city. I think that's funny because other people will like say, I'm so glad that we have this kind of downtown that it's accessible. Yeah. I know my way around. Yeah. I'm familiar with it. I know where to go and I have fun. When we met with someone last week, the first thing they said about the th- reason they love Great Falls is the River's Edge Trail. Yeah. And they're like, you can't get mountain biking trails like that yeah. anywhere else in the world just to have it right there right in the there. city. Right there. And you just left Keller Geist or you just left Mighty Mo. Or you just left Anbar, you're on the trail in five minutes, you're biking past the largest collection of Lewis and Clark memorabilia, you're at the the nation's largest freshwater spring. I mean, there are just so many different moments along the itinerary. So here's a great example. So I graduate from MSU Billings in approximately 24 days, which I'm very, very excited about. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And... So, and I'm from Oklahoma City, so talk about, you know, places that are a little difficult to live, in my opinion. You know, they're very similar access to high-quality products, you know, like Great Falls, good cocktails, great places to go out, good museums in Oklahoma City. There is a renaissance that's going on there. However, there's no River's Edge Trail. There's no Sluice Boxes State Park, but they're still making it work, which is great. 
all of my family still lives in Oklahoma. They rarely leave Oklahoma. They are Okies through and through. And four of them are coming for my college graduation <gasps> in Billings, which is great. So the easiest thing, Billings is the magic city. I'll give them that. But it's very far away from where I live. And so the easiest way for us to do this trip is for one-way flights. So they're going to fly into Billings. We're going to be there for two days, do graduation. And then we got to trek all the way over to northwestern Montana and Lakeside. So what's halfway? My old stomping grounds, of course. My old stomping grounds, Great Falls. So we're going to cut the trip in half and... They're coming to Great Falls because they have to, you know? And so... Do we get to have a graduation party with you at KGT? Oh, of course. That Sunday night, May 2nd. Yeah, it's already on. Um, (laughs) And so it's just been so fun. Like, I only have them in town for maybe 32 hours. And it's literally me planning, okay, what... They're going to be exhausted. Right. I don't care. <laughs> what are they going to, what am I going to get to show them? Is mm-hmm. it first people's Buffalo jump or is it the Springs at Ryan Island Dam? You know, which one is it going to be? Cause I don't have time to do it all. So what, as I'm playing this itinerary, it's just been so fun to think about, okay, are they going to see the Lee Steen at Paris? You know, at <gasps> no, I say no, you know, because yes. I love it because it's, I see? Think, yeah, I think it's incredible. If they the odd man out. No, my yeah. daughter is afraid of it too. Yeah, no, I think it's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Or are we doing the history museum to see the Ozark club? You know, what are those things? And so as I'm reminiscing, really, that's what I'm doing. I'm reminiscing as I'm, as I'm planning this itinerary, it's like, I'm having to make these choices of like, what makes the cut? What are like the top five things that we're going to do? And, it's definitely going to involve Electric City. It's definitely going to be Cortados at Crooked Tree, you know? So I'm I'm just getting really excited I'm, to have them here. So I have a Facebook, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but because I run uh, tourism or, you know, Great Falls, Montana Tourism's Facebook, or their Instagram, all their social channels, I'm pretty much non-existent on my own. Yeah. Because I'm just kind of tired. Yeah. <laughs> But sometimes on my personal page, I will share a post from our Facebook page, and my dad will always comment, Where, when are we going there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What are we doing here? And then I'll get a follow-up text message. Yeah. Is that nearby? And I'm like, yep, Papa's, yep. it's nearby. We're going to go. Yep. We're going to go to Ryan Trailhead, and he wants to, well, he's already been to the First People's Buffalo Jump, but he hasn't been to the Sam Russell yeah. Museum yet. They haven't been to Sluice Boxes. They did do Gates of the Mountain Tour. Uh, this summer, while I had to work, Rebecca, um, <laughs> hey, but they had all this fun, and now they're so excited to yeah. come back, and they're like, well, how long do we stay? Because he's, my dad's retired now, so I think I'm going to be able to show them everything that they yeah. want to see. Yeah, and you know what's really cool is I know that the locations and the drinks and all of those things will speak for themselves. I mean, you're at you know Ryan Island Park looking at the Great Falls. I don't have to do anything. No one has to do anything for you to appreciate that. They're going to appreciate it. But what I'm really, really excited about is, you know, my, my family, they're not, you know, they're not going to want to consume other communities in Montana. They're, those communities just aren't built for them. They're built for Instagram ads and they're very, some of them are very posh and they're, you know, my, my dad's not going to have the right clothes and he's going to feel uncomfortable, <laughs> yeah. you know, but in Great Falls, he's going to get a high quality product, a great meal at Side Beans, a great meal at Missouri River Diner. You know, the list goes on. 
but surrounded by people that are going to accept him and welcome him and champion him. And I'm just like that, that makes a trip for me when mm -hmm. I get to rub shoulders with locals and also have, you know, an experience that speaks for itself. That's a, that's a trip. That's a trip that I'm going to remember. And that's often what we hear from guests who come into the office is the fact that they feel welcome, that the people here are so friendly. And, and I, I'm proud that our community is one of those communities where no matter who you are, what you're wearing, how you look, you're going to be greeted and welcomed as one of our own in Great Falls. Yeah, yeah. I, so I have two roommates from Texas, and they came to Montana last April for two weeks during COVID, and they just never left. You know? <laughs> so not two weeks yeah. then. No, they're still there. <laughs> and I live with them. And, uh, and we live in northwestern Montana, and, you know, it's got its own flavor of beauty. Yep. You know, we, of, we often say that the state is divided into thirds on a vertical line. And so, you know, the western side of the state is one third, you know. But I was driving to Great Falls yesterday and coming up and over the pass into the river country, it is so starkly different in its own way. Yeah. And even for people that live in Western Montana, I'm excited to take my Texan roommates that who have never seen the state. They know Montana for what's in their own backyard, which is great. You know, the mountains are right there. It's awesome. But I'm just excited for my for Logan and Mariah to crest that pass and come into the you know the river country and just see how starkly different and how equally beautiful and astonishing it is. And how cool for your family to go east to west because that's the most dramatic experience yeah. in the state to yeah. go from the east side all the way through the diverse landscape yep. into the mountains and yep. see the enormity just kind of rise as yeah. you head that direction. It's just so dramatic, you know, it's so dramatic. And, you know, what I love, you know, I love where I live. I love Lakeside. It's great, you know. But sometimes it does feel a little one note, you know. You get, you got your great trails, you got great severe mountains and lakes that are right there. And, like, now I'm sounding like, you know, pompous <laughs> little brat. But... Um, and it, you know, it's awesome. Don't get me wrong. But what I, the diversity and the stratification of what's in Great Falls, I mean, you have those things. You have the Eastern Rocky Mountain Front, which is just empty of people. It is really the backcountry Montana experience that some, yeah. you know, people really claim to want, you know, and I really do think that they want. But coupled with powerful, mighty rivers and these, you know, incredible plains and just wide open skies like it was just so nice to feel like like when i drove into great falls like i could just stretch my arms out and just like look at the view and look at the sky and i'm just like oh i'm i'm back i'm, I'm back home. and i'm back in great falls and it's just so nice i kind of wonder how what we sound like us three two other people rebecca often <laughs> yeah. says this story of She's at a nail salon getting a pedicure, and a woman turns to her and says, so what do you do? Yeah. And Rebecca, I'm the director of tourism for Great Falls, and you can immediately see the, that yeah. must be a really hard job. Yep, yep. And you're like, it's actually the easiest job on planet Earth. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> and so yesterday, I met the nail salon. <laughs> 
And this woman asked me, where are you from? And I told her I'm from Wisconsin. She asked how long I've been here. I said, almost two years, and we still haven't seen everything yet. And she's like, oh, really? I said, when did you get here? She said, I got here January of 2020. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) okay. And I didn't tell her where I worked. Yeah. And I said, so you got here just as everything, like, shut down. And she's like, yeah. But she already liked Great Falls. Yeah. And she said, like, oh, it's just a little cold. And I don't want to seem unaware that it is unseasonably cold yesterday. And I'm like, yeah, it, winter kind of peeks its head out here and there. Yeah. <laughs> I still want to keep my, uh, I guess, my trust with her. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's it's too cold sometimes. I get it. I say to her, all these events are going to be returning. And she says, yeah, I'm so excited for the farmer's market to return in June. Mm. I said, it's going to be great. And then I tell her about Craft Beer Week. Yeah. And then I tell her about Arts Fest Montana and the murals. And then I tell her about Special Edition Western Art Week and then State Fair. And she's like, wait, the State Fair is held here? I said, yeah. Yeah. And then I tell her about the racing for Electric City. And then someone else is sitting by and she's like, don't forget about the horse racing. And I was yeah. like, yes, we have yes. we have one in the back and she's on yep. my team. Yep. And we just bombarded this woman yeah. with all these events and things to do. And I can't imagine how other people in the salon are like, who the who heck is, is this? <laughs> who are these Pollyanna positive people? <laughs> like, And that is something that people like kind of look at you and you're like, why are you always so positive? Yeah. And I can, and it's so easy to be. I, I can be a realist. Yeah. Some yeah. things are, you know, I yeah. did not like that my car had snow on it this morning. Yeah. Just, yeah. this just means I have to warm it up earlier, but yeah, it's, you know, I get it. Sometimes it's cold here and I, I get it. Sometimes you, you yeah. don't want to put on your snowshoes, but. Oh yeah. wow! It's funny, like okay, we, we can be we can be real. We can tone it down, you know, a little bit and be real if we be a realist if we need to. You know, I work in Western Montana, and you know, I'm constantly on my soapbox. I'm diatribing about Great Falls, and really, you guys, it's incessant. And <laughs> thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need my cut my check. Um, <laughs> um, but and I, you know, and you get put, you get pushback. You know, mm-hmm. you get pushback from people. You get an yep. initial response, right? But I'm also a nerd, and I'm in college <laughs> for I'm in a college of business, and so, and you read about products, developments, service, you know, and and innovators that really believed beyond a shadow of a doubt in their product, and some of the best products had the most amount of pushback. They just had. People telling them this is not going to work. We don't see the vision. We don't see the use. There's nothing there. And they just kept believing in because they know that something is intrinsic there. And I really do believe that that is the conversation that we're having right now. We are people that believe in the product of Great Falls, are willing to put in the effort to innovate and be a part of the change uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt, beyond any uncertainty that might may or may not exist. And I, I fully believe, and I still to this day, that there is going to be a turning of the tides for the the current post-Anaconda mining company, you know, history of era, uh, era of Great Falls. <laughs> yeah. I really, really do. Well, one of the things that's going to help that, I don't know if you've been following the news, I ran into Tom Figarelli, who we interviewed on the podcast from the Russell uh, at the grocery store last night, and we were talking about the new Wait. expansion. I thought you said we interviewed him on the podcast at the grocery store. At the grocery store, (laughs) live on location, Albertsons on 10th. So I 
combined my thoughts. <laughs> Ran into Tom at the grocery store last night. Yeah. He's also been a guest on the podcast. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and we were talking about the expansion that the Russell is planning and how they plan to push dirt here shortly and have some of those renovations ready to go quickly. Yep. And I couldn't be more excited just because... That whole campus is now expanding yeah. and providing that unique opportunity for visitors to continue to em- embrace that Western art. And there's going to be so much more yeah. that can be done there, which I'm I'm so excited yeah. about. We nerded out in the grocery store, and I'm sure people around us are like, who, who are these are people? These, why are you guys nerding out about yeah, this? Just buy, just buy the asparagus <laughs> and get out of here. Get out of the way. I still follow the electric on on Facebook, yeah, and Jen's always posting about new businesses, yeah, uh, new business bus- bites, yeah. And I'm just so continually in, impressed. That that's really where beyond your guys's feed, visit Great Falls Montana Tourism on Instagram and General at the Electric. Yeah, that's really how I keep my ear to the ground because I'm still. I mean, I still have friends that I love and treasure. I'm here to see friends for a week, and. So I'm just continually impressed and incited and sometimes a little bit of jealous. Like, <laughs> you should be. Like, I want a ham and Swiss croissant from Electric City every day. I want one yeah. right now. And I cannot get anything near that level of satisfied where I live. I want to eat Korean food at Missouri River Diner right now. I want to be sitting in a bar rather than sitting in this closet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I just am continually impressed and excited about what's what's going on in, in Great Falls. Well, so beyond eating and drinking, are you going to do any adventurous stuff like skiing? Yeah. No, I, I've been skiing all winter, which has been great. And I, decide, I markedly decided I just need a break from putting gear on and off again. You know, it's just been... And I didn't, I didn't pack it. I wanted to pack light. So, but I am going to go and reminisce at Giant Springs State Park, which mm. I'm very excited about. It's just one of my favorite places to go, read a book, to take my journal, and mm-hmm. just like collect my thoughts. I'm going to take a drive out to Ryan Island Park, just look at the falls. Again, just things that I would do in Great Falls by myself, just yeah. because I, I love doing them. Um, I brought my dog with me. Toby's in the, <sighs> in a, at the house. We're going to take a lap around Gibson Park, which is so lovely in the spring. Um, hit the River Edge Trail. So I'm keeping it in-house. I'll hit first People's Buffalo Jump on my way out of town. Stop into Paris Gibson just to see what exhibit is up. Just staying, in, I'm staying in local, you know, okay. keeping it local. They so, moved their gift shop around at Paris Gibson Square Museum of Art. Oh. I walked in there, I was like, oh, your gift shop. And yeah. she's like, we do that to trick people that there's new things. Yeah. And I was like, you don't know how often I come in here. There are new things. There are new things. I guess I haven't seen that coffee mug yet, that one too. That does remind me, I'm also here to do some major thrifting. Because oh, yeah. Great Falls has some of <laughs> the best thrifting in the state. So I'm hitting Goodwill on 10th. Although more of a consignment shop and a novelty good shop, I'm going to Planet Earth. I'm going to Feather Your Nest. I always find something in Feather Your Nest that I love. I'm going to the barn. If you haven't been to the barn, you got to oh. go to the barn. You always find something cool at the barn. So I'm going to do some shopping. I'm like That's maybe good. buy some new jewelry. But I'm decorating my house right now. So. Oh, you have a lot to buy then. Yeah, yeah. 
We have an annual event coming up on Friday that I know is uh, near and dear to your heart. The releasing of the ducks at Gibson Pond. Yes. I'm going to miss it, but I... Jason's going to collect the video for me, but I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I, I will know definitely that be there. I will definitely be there. <laughs> it is a, it's a rite of passage to witness, and oh. people come out in droves for it. I can't, I can't wait to see the video of it. <laughs> yeah. No, these little local traditions, it's... So when I left Great Falls, I moved to New Orleans. Like, I really flipped the script. I went from the extreme north to the dirty south, and... <laughs> Something I loved about that community that reminded me about why I love Great Falls so much is that it's steeped in an adhesion to tradition and local symbols and local rites of passage, which, I mean, obviously they happen at such a maximal stage, but there are just moments of reminding yourself, why am I part of this community that's written in these little events that seem so silly, but are so fun that I just, I just reminded me so much about my home in Great Falls. Yeah, I grew up in Wisconsin, and so we always had the polar bear plunge. Yeah. So jump into Lake Michigan. And when I moved here and I heard about the parade of lights and that people do the plunge here, and yeah. you have to win a fundraiser to in yeah. order to um, participate. Special Olympics. Yeah. So my friend, she's a kindergarten teacher, and I guess her school won, and she was one of the people that got to jump in. And I'm like, how? Oh, how did you get to do that? You're now a part of this community in a way I'm not. But it's definitely those little parts of, did you go to Western Art Week? Yeah. Did you see the Gus, the Gus, the geese released at Gibson Park? And have you been to the Lewis and Clark Interpretive Center and actually went through the path? Because it's, it's on your way to Giant Springs. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of, People don't stop and go in there. Yeah. Visitors go, about 25% of our visitors head there. Yeah. But some locals that that don't know what they're missing haven't stepped foot in there and seen, like, you can even dress up. Yeah. They have clothes there for you. Yeah. When Logan and Mariah come, it's I already have, like, a solid three days of things fully planned out. And I know by the time they're like, can we just grab a drink and sit down? <laughs> Please stop. Well, That's sit a- down at end bar so they can still look at the art across the street yeah. and then you can still fill their mind with all this great fall yeah. stuff because yeah. that's what I did with my sister and my mom when they came and visited. I'm like, oh, we're going to quick stop at the block. And they're like, what's across the street? And I'm like, let me show you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? what is all of this? Yeah. At least you're all young. I planned a, a really awesome day <laughs> for my mom and dad. <laughs> We got mm, 25 to 30% of it done yeah. before my parents are like, we can't do this we, anymore. Yeah. We, we don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> it's been fun, but yeah. but stop, we're yeah, done. We're done. Yeah. yeah, well, I get that. When my parents visited last summer, there was a, a grumpy day in there. <laughs> I was like, everyone be quiet, get in the car. We're going yeah. to First People's Buffalo Jump. Yeah. And they all cheered up. So yeah. it worked, but I get how family something like calm down with the itinerary yeah no you have to go but there's so many places i haven't gotten to take my parents yet i'm sure you feel the same way and i've lived here for more than you Um, (laughs) (laughs) but like sun canyon lodge is just a gem and that drive up to gibson reservoir is absolutely impressive 
and the hiking trails that are up there. And there's just not enough hours in the day. Yeah. No. Yeah. And you guys do a really great job of putting out itineraries on the website and and putting those out on Instagram as well. Like as I am sitting there trying to plan out these trips for people that I'm bringing, I'm excited. I'm like, I got to make sure that I'm not forgetting something, you know? So definitely if you haven't already, check out the Visit Great Balls Montana website because ton of great trip itinerary ideas that I'm still using to, you know, tour guide Barbie, my, my, my friends and family around Great Falls. Yeah, I know. You know, it's hard to turn it off too. It is hard um, to turn it. I will never turn it off. I like, as you were like, what's your, what's your sign? I'm like, what's your Toy Story character? And I'm obviously tour guide Barbie. <laughs> Well, I was up doing a presentation for Chamber of Commerce, not in our community, and all the examples I used were of Great Falls, and I do that with extreme intention because, number one, it's kind of all I know. (laughs) (laughs) There's the secret. Number two, it really gives that opportunity for people to see a community that they think they're familiar with in a different way. Yep. Because nobody, I think, experiences our community the way we would because of what we know in tourism. Yeah. I mean, let's go back to this example with my friends this weekend. They're talking about the Sip and Dip Lounge, which I love. Of course. <laughs> but they, didn't, they don't get it. And today I shared an yeah. article with Rebecca and they're like, hey, we're going to highlight five astounding, amazing, mesmerizing bars Just in the five. world. Five in the world. Number three on the list, Sip, sip and dip. <laughs> and I'm just, it just confirms what I'm feeling. Like, I do get it. I do know why this is a number three out of five. If they were ranked or not, there weren't numbers next to them. But I know why this bar is included because they describe it. They're like, it's a tiki bar in the middle of Montana. It's kind of a time travel yeah. warp, but yeah. it's, it is the atmosphere that makes it so unique. It makes people want to have that story and have people all over the world yeah. write about it. Yeah. And, you know, some people just don't get it. And you, you also can't forget about Piano Pat. Nope. Piano Pat was in the article, too. In the article. And funny thing, I was visiting with a consultant who lives down in Oklahoma City. He's been down to our community a number of times. And he says, I just need to get back and listen to Piano Pat. Yeah. And I said, well, unfortunately, she's not been back yet since COVID hit. But I'll find you some CDs and send them down to you. (laughs) Yeah. And if if you don't, if you haven't been to Great Falls yet, Piano Pat is a heritage member of our community that plays a live show and has played a live show for decades at the Sip and Dip on an organ, which is, uh, I mean, you just can't get more camp and folky than this. It's so fun. It's also so, I mean, I hate to be a cliche millennial, but so Instagrammable. I mean, it's like such a brag to go to the Sip and Dip. I am a bartender at uh, the ski lodge where I work at. And like I said, like, I don't shut up about Great Falls. And so, and I tell, you know, when I get people talking and that's part of that trade is to get people talking and, you know, make people feel comfortable and, and this two patrons came up, a grandpa and his, you know, granddaughter in her twenties. And, and I was talking about Great Falls, like where, you know, where are you from? And I was, oh, I spent six years in Great Falls. And they're like, oh yeah. Like, have you been to Sip and Dip? I was like, oh, of course, been to Sip and Dip. Like, have you been to Calorgeist? And they're like, oh yeah. Like we're, we're there all the time. I'm like, oh, you know, some, 
you know, Great Falls fans. And they're like, well, like, you know, we know Great Falls, like pretty, like a lot. I was like, oh, how do you know Great Falls? And she's like, well, uh, this here is Piano Pat's granddaughter. No. I what? was like, uh, okay. Did you get her signature? Okay. Are you <laughs> kidding me? And I have this incredible picture of my friend Kehindo casually strolling on his phone. One night we, we did a uh, dive bar mini golf across Great Falls. And Sip and Dep was spot number five. And so he's chilling on his phone. And he didn't realize that Piano Pat takes her break in this back corner. She eats her steak and reads the newspaper. And so it's Piano Pat reading the newspaper and Kehindo like scrolling on their phone. And it is just a timeless piece of two generations at the same bar. And I was like, you have to see this picture I have. And so she took a picture of this picture and sent it to Piano Pat. <laughs> I, I was like, is it. this happening right now? I oh, love this amazing. so much. Awesome. And you, what I wanted to say about that article, it didn't even mention all the celebrity. Yeah. yeah. I, I won't say sightings, the celebrity love yeah. that that place gets. Yep. And then it's pretty much indoctrinating yeah. you into country music. If you're yeah. in Montana and a country singer, you have to go to the Sip and Dip. You have to go to the Sip and Dip. I mean, I sat down with Abby Wambach at the Sip and Dip. And she, lo- I mean, this is an internationally known soccer superstar. Yeah. And she's like, we have, we have to go. And she's stoked to be there. It's so much fun. Too much fun. She yeah. loves our community too. Yeah. And it's so Instagrammable that Sandy says there's a tiki bar in the Bahamas or somewhere. Somewhere. Stealing her pictures of her fishbowl drink. No. <laughs> like, like, you're in the Bahamas and you can't take your own picture that you want to share with your guests. You got to steal one from the middle of Montana. Yep. Just hashtag at Great Falls, Montana. That's yep. fine. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's fine with us. Stealing market share at every turn. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jake, we want to thank you for coming in on the podcast. I know you will continue to message me through Visit Great Falls <laughs> on Instagram. Remember to like our followers' pictures. <laughs> And please forward your email for LinkedIn <laughs> and your rent-a-cars. Yeah, yeah. I need to get my Apple ID changed after this, so I'll see you in the lobby. <laughs> Bye. And anytime you come back through town, feel free to stop, schedule another podcast episode. We're here until at least September, October, maybe November. Yeah. Oh, great. New well, location. Well, yes, new location. But you have to let us know how these itineraries go for yeah. your Texan friends and then yep. your family that's coming in May. So, yes. Thank you for your time. Listeners, if you haven't already, rate, review, and subscribe. It's what you do with podcasts. You know that. This isn't the only one you listen to, so just do it. It should be, but whatever. (laughs) And if you loved this episode and you want more episodes, you can always find all of our shows at we'renodamnexperts.com. And until we see your bright, smiling face here in Great Falls, we hope you're having the greatest time creating memories where you are. Bye-bye. We Are No Damn Experts is the recorded claims from Great Falls, Montana, covering what you need to know about this amazing damn town. Damn, that felt good. On the next episode of We're No Damn Experts, Rebecca and Monty share a crazy sluice boxes kayaking story involving a lion and other tales from our champions. We're No Damn Experts was produced by Great Falls Montana Tourism with original music from the best damn musician, Joel Corda.